people are still actually struggling financially. We're seeing in our own rental properties and everything like rents. Yeah, they've gone up a lot in almost every area of uh, of San Antonio and definitely every area of the U.S. The problem is like there's the majority of people can't keep up with those rent increases. Mm -hmm. So now. You have the mortgage increases. You have people that have fixed incomes. You have people that are doing, you know, side hustles and all these little things like uh, Uber Eats and Uber and all this stuff. Like those kind of bumps hurt these people. And and one of the things that was the most interesting to me is uh, recently I had somebody looking for an apartment and they didn't meet that three to one, you know, your rent needing to be yeah. three times three what times you make. So what they say is like, all right, we'll take less, but you need to have a cosigner. Yeah. I was like, ooh, that just sounds bad. I was like, so you're saying this person doesn't actually qualify to afford this house, right? But you're still going to give it to them as long as they have a cosigner. As a, as a landlord, as an investor, you can have a cosigner all you want, but if that person starts falling behind on payments, there's delays, there's issues, like that's going to reflect on you. That's going to reflect on your bottom line and the things that you have to do. It's like, well, yeah, I guess you can potentially go after the co-signer. But by the time you do all that, like you're hurting. Oh, that's it's what and that, not like, comfortable. That's what I've really we've talked about this. I'm just like, man, if you really stretched your budget to buy a house in like, say, 2020 or 2021. Yeah. And then all of a sudden your payments go up that amounts that we we're talking about. That's going to be a big issue for a lot of people because we know people like will just stretch their pennies yeah. to really buy that house, put all their money down to it, and be like, oh man, but the pricing goes up. I, I, I should be all right if I can get a little bit of a raise. Like, no, when you're talking like $400 a month, like that's a big price increase. I mean, you're talking an extra $5,000 a year yeah. uh, on just like an average basic entry level home here in Texas. So we're like, that's where like they say it's not going to be a crash, but that's like, but that's also what I say, like, that's what rising prices and rising interest rates is designed to do it's designed to slow that appreciation and that's when i think it's really going to take effect because like this year those taxes are going to certify everything's still hot everything's still going to normalize appreciation mortgages everything's going to get tight it's next year and the year after that's when i think things are really going to start hitting and just being like you're going to start i think i won't say like foreclosures but you're going to see more inventory start hitting market especially if prices do increase another 20 percent somebody then has the opportunity to be like this was a bad idea i bought this two years ago prices are high let me sell and that's what's going to start bringing that the inventory back up to a sustainable level where are they going to go they'll have to go back to an apartment or something like that but it's even going, very, going back to an apartment i mean we see the shortages of apartment like they'll have to move in with family like i, don't, I can't yeah. remember what i was talking about is uh elroy's uh McElroy's mm -hmm. podcast is like people will figure it out They'll they'll move into apartments together. They'll they'll get two houses or something like that. Two families will live in one house. Like they'll move down to a different area, and prices will kind of like spread out. Like they might have to go to a place uncomfortable. Like hey, I had this nice house. Now I got to move to an apartment that's in a BC area. As like because I just couldn't afford to live in the area because I stretched too far. So and those are, those are the things that we've talked about before that I worry about is the psychological impact that's going to have on people because you just drastically decreased your lifestyle. You know what I mean? Like you've had to take a massive hit. Uh, I think one thing that people have gotten used to is this kind of, um, you, you always get used to the good stuff very, very quickly, right? 
and it takes longer to get used to the bad stuff. So it's yeah. like we have easy money. We have, you know, where it's like people are going to pay you for for just to employ you because they need bodies and you don't have to work as hard. You don't have to show up as much. You can work from home. You don't have to produce as much. So you have all of these things that like people are not really used to like that. What we used to do have to work hard to make that money and to take care of ourselves. Like people have gotten kind of comfortable and this is really going to shake them up and just make things very uncomfortable. Well, so it must came out and said too long ago. It's like, I think it's going to be a good thing because people don't realize that they need to work. Like people have gotten extremely lazy to where it's like they're entitled or like, ah, I can be late. I can go home early. I can take a longer lunch kind of thing. What or are like, they going to do? Yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, but they need bodies. Like, well, when things kind of, cause we, I look at it like, uh, our generation, I mean, we're in our, our early to mid thirties. Like we didn't really experience it. We have yet to experience a recession because when we were in 2008 happened, like we were what? 18, 19, 20, like really didn't know what the world was going on. We really didn't have two nickels rubbed together anyways. So it was like, what's it really matter? We were starting at the bottom. We didn't have families. We didn't have financial assets. We didn't have back. We didn't have cash. We didn't understand the economy. Like this is the first time the millennial generation could actually like the COVID recession, like that really wasn't a recession. It dipped, shot back up. Here's a whole bunch of money and everything. So we haven't hit like a business cycle recession that just wasn't tried to be bailed out with pumping Right. immense amount of cash to keep everybody afloat 